Yeah, but you know, it's Jeff Davis. That's what we say. That it is Jeff Davis in the machine. He don't want us telling the truth. He don't want us telling all his business, his business. <laughs> and so we have to endure these troubles. Hey, Nightwatch Rebel. Hey, Purple Pint. Hey, Bast Hysterical Aiden. Hey, Georgina. Ryan. Yay. We're getting there, y'all. All right. How am I going to do this? Yay! Hi, Ethan! Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> I was like, I don't look like Philip. <laughs> yes, we can hear you beautifully. Okay. Wait, did Philip bounce? Oh, wait, he's down here. Never mind. Did you watch any of it, Ethan? I haven't, no. I quite literally got home, and I was awake for a little bit, and then I passed <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. So, um, no. Your curls are especially popping today. Ooh, thank you. I was like, between you and Fareed, we got all this nice curly hair. <laughs> well, not, not a lot of it, but it's still here. Hey, you work what to say. You got it. Shoot. <laughs> Don't tell you. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Beacon Hills After Dark Teen Wolf Reunion Edition. I, of course, am Sticky Keys. Joining us today are involuntary permanent co-host Ethan. Say hi, Ethan. Hi, everyone. I'm barely awake, but I'm here. Yep. But your hair looks cute. amazing. Oh, hair looks you. amazing. And I'm liking yeah. these contacts. They're not, they're like, they're Ooh, good. I like them. Yes, I did. I was like, <laughs> okay, sir, excuse me. All right. Yeah, they're, they're gray. I've never had gray before. Yeah, I like gray. I think gray works because it's it's not like a dark, you know, too dark and it's not too light. It's just very complimentary. So oh, yeah. good, good choice. And to his left is involuntary permanent engineer Philip. Say hi, Philip. Hey, everybody. Yay. And Philip uh, made some chilaquiles today. And okay. I'm mad because my plate hasn't come in the mail. But, you know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to dwell on it. It's fine. It's cool. And hey, Carlos. Hey, Louise. And let's see if anyone else knew. All right. So, and our special guest for today, as soon as I heard that this reunion was happening, I was like, we got to call my mans. <laughs> well, first, we wanted to do something for uh, this other project that we're both involved with. But the other project was like, we're going to be not messy this month. And I was like, well, I don't know. That yeah. We obviously can't do this. So I was like, let's do it for my podcast. Um, from the Geekiery and from Twitter Extraordinaire, it's Fareed. Say hi, Fareed. Hi. <laughs> so happy to have you at what I'm sure is but o'clock in the evening. <laughs> it's like uh, 5.26 a.m. over here. So. Okay, okay, good. Oh, it's about a good 12 hours. We're good, we're good. <laughs> all right, y'all. Woo, to all y'all who missed the reunion, Godspeed. <laughs> I mean, it really was blink at you miss it because it clocked in at like 43 minutes. <laughs> they couldn't even get to 45 minutes. It clocked in at about the same length as an actual episode, <laughs> which <laughs> is a wild, wild thing. It felt much um, longer. Hmm? It felt much longer, but like it made it no did. sense just like the show. Well, okay. So here is here's one of the many issues. Is if you're going to do a reunion, 
but have absolutely no plan for it, <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't do that reunion. <laughs> Every other reunion I've seen has had, um, and Freed and I were talking about this earlier, uh, tell them what you were kind of suggesting that their format should have been. I actually thought when I saw the 40 minute uh, time, I was like, this is too short. Is there going to be a part two? And the fact that they didn't have Crystal in there, they didn't have the original cast members, some of them, I was like, they could have easily done this in two separate videos. Part one could have been with the original cast and then part two could have been with the newer cast. And they were just way too many people in one webcast and not too much time for everyone to say something. And it was a mess. It was, it felt very ill-prepared, like no one really knew why they were there. It was a, yeah, at this point, they shouldn't have released it, frankly. Well, again, it's the idea that there have been plenty of examples. <laughs> there are so many examples that they could have pulled from, and they just chose not to. My idea was, um, I think we talked about this earlier, that do one half where you do a script read. Just do a script read. Have everyone come together, have a fun script read, and then, hey, Tori Marie, and then have the second half be the Q&A. Yeah. And on this one, they were like, here they are. <laughs> this is them, you guys. This is most of them. <laughs> it's just like, what are we even doing here? Um, I just even, barely even got any nostalgia of like, the show or we barely got anything like i mean i was surprised we didn't get a rehash of how they all lived in an apartment together because i was for sure they were gonna like rehash that that's too early so this again is the problem and this is why freed's thing of um of regular and then 2.0 would have made a lot more sense hey jake because um you have a lot of older they keep saying oh nine years ago nine years ago but i'm like but that's when it's debuted it just ended like two years ago or three you know coming on three years ago so i'm like the nostalgia that they want isn't there for the people that they want it to be there for i just because feel like how, he's really yeah. trying to pitch this like reboot idea and it's yeah. like shows that get rebooted have been gone for a while at least this yeah. has been gone for like two seconds. <laughs> exactly. And wasn't missed. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I mean, come oh, on. Be... What is it when it, the active majority of the leftover fans of your show are still like, I don't want another season? <laughs> Please don't. Or, they, or even better, they're like, not in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> not in your hands. Um, Ethan, what were your thoughts overall? Um, m most of my experience with it is just seeing the reaction to everything on <laughs> the Discord. Mm -hmm. Um, so from what I understand, so Tyler Hecklin was not involved in any way, shape, or form, probably for very good reason. Not even a pre-recorded um, session. Right! Th right. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, keep going, Ethan. <laughs> um, for, from, uh, from what else I understand is... Um, they excluded um, many people, and then so they involved um, they involved um, Kira's actor for the love of God. I can't remember ben. her name. Arden. There we go. Mm -hmm. And I was and like when I saw her, I was like, didn't they 
cancel this hoe? <laughs> Did they lose her phone number? Did they not lose her phone number a long time ago? So I'm just really confused. The, the, the people that they involved are, like, it's just wild to me. Well, the um, fact that they involve both Carver twins, and I'm like, did you forget separate that? video windows? They could have been on the same one. Well, they don't live together. So? <laughs> but yeah, they really... But... Oh, um, I was going to say, someone did do a comparison of them side by side, and so many of their mannerisms were exactly the same. I actually thought oh. that that was cute, because I was like, yeah. that would have been funny if they made them share a window, because everything that they did was exactly the same. It was super uh... cute. Yeah. <laughs> and why was yeah. Kylan so far up on the window? Because Kylan's been showing up. But he didn't, <laughs> he didn't say anything. Oh, he actually he said uh, he actually did pretty. He said exactly what I expected him to say when I expected him to do it. I actually expected more from Shelly, but the second that Shelly started talking. You could see it in her eyes. You could see that slide. And I said, Stalia's coming. I can feel yeah. it. Stalia's coming. And literally, the second I pressed enter on the Discord, like, I feel Stalia. She was like, Stalia! <laughs> I was like, oh, I hate you. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was wild. And then she was like, yeah, all the Stalia moments. And we're like, you're with Scott now. What are you doing? And then, so then she did this thing near the end. Nobody was talking about ships. Everyone was like, where are you going to be? And then she was like, oh, I guess I'd still be with Scott. And so she did this at the live panel for Wizard World a, f a few weeks ago. And she keeps playing it off like, oh, this is a brand new thought. You know, this is spontaneous. But I'm like, sis, you say this constantly and it never lands and you never yeah. fix it but she was like I think that she's playing both of them <laughs> we're in a throuple we're in a throuple and then she's like oh or what's it called when it's four people so we can add Lydia and so during the wizard world panel she said we can add Lydia and Crystal and Crystal was like why does do this to herself why does she do this to herself because i think the people that stand for her she knows that they she thinks that they stand for her because of styles and so she's like oh i'm just playing up to the crowd and she know she thinks that they hate stydia and it's like girl you don't have enough knowledge about this to be trying trying this out and so she said again and she did this thing like oh it's so funny let me fall off to the side and everyone was like Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess it works for her because I mean, she has stands. She does. I, I guess it works for her, but it works for nobody else. Well, and it it's works, like there's yes. a way to get stands without pissing everyone else off. She is a female Posey. She is one hundred percent. Posey is completely unaware of his surroundings. And so he, he'll say stuff. I guess he was yelling at, it was either Cody or uh, Dylan Sprayberry, where Dylan was like, or which one did you bond to with most on set? And he was like, you better say me or I'm going to yeah, stick Dylan. my foot in your crack. Da, 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 da. That was and so people, weird. Well, like, some people online were like, why is he being so mean to him? But I was like, I know in Posey's head, he's like, oh, that's my friend. That's how we do things. But I'm like, people don't know 
you like this, Posey. People don't. So Shelly's like catering to these. That was such an these... overreaction, I've... though. I, I'm sorry it... for the Nani who was like, that's bullying or something like that. That was, <laughs> you know, that was such a dramatic overreaction. I was just like, <laughs> come on. You know just, that's just Posey being Posey, but like, it just looks bad. Like, oh my God, like, really? You're the lead character of your show and you got to you gotta like pressure people into saying you're their favorite one like come on everybody already knows the drill cole not only did they not mention stydia but neither dylan nor holland i bet that they had something with like don't say it don't say i i'm, I'm betting that holland was like i won't say steric if you don't stay stydia <laughs> just let me live my life because i'm like i no, and he, I know there's something in the cutting room. He definitely yeah. would have said Stydia if she was going to bring up Steric. Yeah. Because right. Dylan just has that sense of humor where he would want to stick it oh. to Jeff. And... Well, Dylan wouldn't have said Stydia, I don't think so. To He's make never... Ho- to make Holland say Steric? Oh, I no. Think I think... Playing chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. But yeah, no, they neither one of them were like, No, no thank you. We're not dealing with that. And that's why I was surprised like when Shelly started in a her thing and then both like Holland's screen got so still <laughs> and she had her little uh, Vaseline lens and her little smile and her little tasseled hair and she's like ding <laughs> and then Dylan was just like eating food <laughs> or whatever he was doing <laughs> out to the side. <laughs> Okay, so let's actually start at the beginning. They introduce everybody, and they go to Dylan, and they're like, oh, what's it like being back? No, first, let's go ahead and start with, so nine years ago, a fandom was born, and (laughs) yet we got almost, and this reunion is for you, and we got nothing we wanted out of it? Yeah, exactly! And then, you can't do Teen Wolf without this guy, Scott McCall, Tyler Posey, and I'm like, are you sure? Well, it's weird, the the weird way that they were like, oh, this was all your idea, you're the one who made this happen, That you, this is all on you, Tyler, and it's like, Tyler did one tweet, which was backed up by Colton like crazy, Colton was standing hard for it, and then Cody, uh, Cody Christian, and I think Sprays too. And so, and then the Teen Wolf girls got on it because this is supposed to be part of a series. And so there, and I don't know what other shows they sure haven't announced anything else. <laughs> but you know, whatever. I was like, they, when and they were so, reading the tweet, I was like, are, are, "Do you mean his cry for help?" Because like that's what it was. Well, he was like, "I'm at the perfect age, 28," and I'm like, "What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean?" And so, yes, okay, so yeah, that was nonsense. With what makeup, though? Uh, listen, <laughs> there was none. That was rough. <sighs> I'm Dylan trying to think if we want to go Gorgeous. There. Dylan looked gorgeous. And he, did you see the golden I, light that he had on him? It was wait, just beautiful. I want to go there. <laughs> because okay. I saw some screen caps. And... <laughs> Homeboy's not looking too good. I will say there is a raccoon somewhere that is like, <laughs> where are my rings? Wait, if we want to go there, I can totally go there. Who I'll go stole all the my there. rings? I will go all I'm like, the way there. I never saw some polydent behind him. <laughs> and I knew as soon as the reunion got done, he was like, click, click, dunk, fizz. Because that boy is just a story of 
certain amphetamines. I felt like this was the last wish before they ship you off someplace. Listen! Like the moral support. And then it's just like, okay, this is what I wanted everyone to get together and be like a family again. This is okay. Right now, before the intercart him Oh off. my god, there was a van outside. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting. That's like why the rough in, footage was six hours. It was like, he nursing, was like they put him straight into the nursing home. Oh my god. I just. I just Cindy, can I say that when you when you dipped your head back, I was like, "Ooh, she possessed." <laughs> <laughs> she possessed by the spirit of the tea. Yes, yes. Oh, I swear. I just then he was like, someone was like, "Thank you for taking a shower, Posey," and I was like, "Did he though?" And then <laughs> and then, but someone else said that it looked like a Philadelphia eagle on his chest, and I was like, it really does. I was like that ta- because a tattoo doesn't have to be horrible, but I it did. is. I don't know what that is, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's so. I just he he was like, yeah, I did my hair. Finally learned how to do my hair. And then they got into some, and Philip clocked this too, they got into some real slick territory where he was like, yeah, it was always so shiny, it was so shiny. And I was like, are we, what, what are we saying right now <laughs> about your half Mexican hair? <laughs> What's going on? Oh my God. Are we talking about that right now? Yeah. Okay. Like I <laughs> said this in the chat. I was like, I never like handing Posey anything POC or anything ethnic because I don't feel like he's earned it. <laughs> But it made me so uncomfortable to hear them talk about his hair like that. Yeah. And like I usually like like I don't like the guy and I still felt like it was inappropriate and uncomfortable. Well, especially when it looks so awful. I took some quotes because it was so bad. It was he <gasps> called it a oh. oh, go ahead. We'll get him back on. He called it a... He didn't say greasy, but he said, like, shiny. He called it a living creature. Jeff called it a living creature. And so they thought about giving it its own cast chair. And (laughs) the the animal references to ethnic textured hair, it just... It it was gross. It was on that line. And I was like, what's happening here? And then he said, um, oh, I modeled it after you, (laughs) Shelly. Oh my and god, I, I cracked <laughs> up because it really did look like bad Shelly drag. <laughs> it did look like Shelly drag. Terrible Sorry, we're Shelly talking drag. about Posey's hair looking like Shelly drag. <laughs> That's yeah. the best thing I mean, I've it's, ever heard. That's right. You, you saying that, yeah, that you and Shelly, uh, that Posey and Shelly pers- uh, practically being the same person. I agree with that. They're like the same, which, yeah, no, I don't exactly. want Exactly. We don't I want mean, either one. Except Shelly can handle her booze, obviously. Sometimes, man. Well, you know what's funny is that Shelly, for a while, now she's just extremely irritating to me. I go through so many phases with this girl. But um, she, so I was watching Dollface. And uh, there was a character of the sister-in-law or whatever, the ex-boyfriend's sister, and she was in her wedding. And I was like, oh, this girl's really funny. And then there was, like, a scene where she got, like, an iron burned her face. And I was like, ah, you know, this character is great. And then I was like, she looks familiar. Who is that? And I was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> at that point, I had blocked her from all of my social media. So I had no idea even, like, what she looked like at that point. And I was like, 
in another life, I could have liked Shelly. But she just cousin Olivered my show so badly and so persistently. And her stands are so wretched. And I was like, she's female posy. What is that reference? Because I've heard you use that before and I had no idea what you were talking about. What's oh. cousin Oliver? Oh, Lord, I'm showing my age. Um, uh, Brady Bunch. During, like, the last seasons of the Brady Bunch, they brought on this little cute little cherub kid, blonde hair glasses, named Cousin Oliver. Oh, okay. And people hated him. <laughs> and they're like, because they're like, we don't know you. You ain't one of the Brady Bunch. Where'd you come in from? And they're just acting like you've always been here and that you know what's going on and all this other stuff. And so ever since then, when you have a person that's kind of shoehorned into a show, they call it Cousin Oliver. And because, yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, I got the reference, like, I got that, what it meant, but I was like, what is she, Mm -hmm. where is it from? Yep, Brady Bunch. Look up a picture when you see me, you're like, oh, yes, honey. Oh, and so I just, at one point, Posey was trying to answer some question. I'm old enough. (laughs) Right. Um, At one point, they were like, who did XYZ? And then Posey's like, Posey and I. And I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, sir? Excuse Do you me? know that you're there? <laughs> and so, yeah, I oh. was. Oh, so and then we kind of talked a little bit about this before we started recording. But as soon as he brought out that guitar, oh I God. said, not he so, not. Satan. He did not. <laughs> he did. Ethan. No, Ethan, guess what he played? Wait, no, wait, wait. Before we even get there. Because he pulled out that guitar at minute, like, 11. (laughs) And he was hugging it. And he was, like, had it up to his face. And so I saw Sprayberry also had a guitar later, but you barely noticed it because it was, like, under his uh, arm. And then he put it down. Posey was like, there's a guitar here. And I was like, don't you dare. You put that guitar down. (laughs) So then, yes, Philip, say what he was playing. The Teen Wolf theme song. Yeah, which the story he was like, I what? It's it's such a method story. <laughs> he was like, I spent one day. I learned it one day, and I practiced so hard that I tore off the callus I have been building up for the past twelve years. Tore it right off. Just, but I learned how to play it, and I'm gonna do it for you now. And I was like, no. And apparently, cares, he... it was minute sixteen and thirty-seven seconds. <laughs> Why do you have that timestamp, Philip? I have who the video hurt right you? here. <laughs> well, I know so... who hurt you, but <laughs> well, well, when I tell you, he pulled out the guitar. He said, "He said I have it recorded, and I'm going to post that. But I'm also going to play it right now." This fool took out an electric guitar with no amp. Wait, he was, was playing the electric guitar. Acoustic. Yeah, acoustic. Yeah. Yes. Couldn't even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going so. Posey is going to play music. The best outcome is that you can't hear it. So... I mean, <laughs> and everyone and everyone else was pretending because I mean, it's no, no one could hear it. You should have seen their faces. Yeah. Especially Dylan was like, mm. he had his head down, he was shaking his head. Start, Jeff didn't start twerking in his chair. Oh, if a, you know, Jeff don't care. <laughs> but then Posey keeps going. And so at this point, it's like Posey, like the Timo theme song is actually pretty long. 
And so I'm like, about four bars into it, homie, you know we can't hear you. <laughs> but Posey's like, instead of just calling it a day and just releasing the recording, he doubled down and he got his head into it. And he was funny. And then he decided to add vocals. And I was like, what is happening? I was like, what are we being witness to right now? Who am am I going to have to testify this? Of methadone withdrawal. Who am I going to be state's witness to on this? I actually have it in my notes. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Arden a singer as well? Yes. She can actually sing. Yeah, so why is it all this Posey who who wants to like showcase his musical talent when other people can't are singing? Uh, yeah. Because he can never get anyone else to listen, and Arden can. Well, and Arden though, they did her dirty from Jump Street from the introduction. People were like, "Yay, yay, yay!" for everyone else, and they got to her, and then I heard a "oh," but like not like a boo, but just like a low, and then it was just like one person, and then she was standing there, and Chewie looked up like, "Uh, "Y'all better respect my owner," (laughs) you know. I was just like, "Dang!" I said, "From Jump Street, this is how we're doing with Arden." Okay, (laughs) woo! It was that y'all. I just can't believe that he doesn't feel any kind of shame towards what happened to Arden and what he allowed to happen to Arden because I know that actors on TV shows don't have a lot of power but the main has a little bit of a say so as far as okay like maybe she shouldn't be gone entirely or let's bring her back for this or that and they didn't even try but why did did she agree to it? I think she agreed to it just for exposure I mean Arden's a smart girl She, she will take any opportunity to further her career and I think yeah. she knows yeah. that it's everything is going to be five times harder for her as a woman of color and so she's going to take every opportunity and it's sad that she has to take this kind so of opportunity sad. to get that kind of exposure <laughs> what bugs she's, me she's really good uh, I like her and she has a very good fan base which people like to ignore a lot well oh yeah definitely and she brought Teen Wolf a lot of fans a lot of people started watching because of Arden which is why it pissed me off that Jeff was like Oh yeah, we were we were gonna do a spinoff for you. We were gonna do a spinoff, and then Arden was like, "Anytime," but like you could see in her face, like she knows that that's trash because they wrote her off claiming they couldn't find any more stories for her. But now all of a sudden, you know, the spinoff was an actual thing, and I'm like, "What did they tell you, girl?" That is so weird because he said there was not enough story for her, but there was enough for an entire spinoff. No, I I think I I kind of understand what they mean in that like. There was there was not enough story for her to fit inside of Teen Wolf, but there was enough story for her to have her own show. Because it involves an entirely different set of mythology and exploring that versus whatever <laughs> Jeff Davis's fever dream. I just think was if you can that. write well, well, you can fit that in. Well, and that's kind of part of it is that A, if you can write well, there because there's definitely room for her and she a lot of I mean, they what a they on lightning. Well, yeah. exactly. The entire whole sixth season was about the ghost riders and riding on the lightning and all that stuff. And that was introduced with her character and her parents talking about it. So the fact that what bugs me about it is he basically kind of segregated that content because he basically was saying there's enough story for you, but not that anyone is going to be interested in. 
And so I would rather have you on a spinoff and then let this go the way that I want to. Because if he can say that about her, he can definitely say it about Gabe. You know, I love me some Freud Gutierrez, but he had no, or Nolan, he had no point. You know, but, (laughs) you know, they brought in this cavalcade of extra characters. That brings up an interesting point, because I know that you've been talking about earlier that it was almost like Posey's ethnicity... And the idea of Latino Scott was segregated off this show, like yeah. it didn't fit in. And it totally could have. And this is just another idea of another set of ethnic stories that they feel like they can't fit into a mainstream. And it's like, where have you been? Yeah. Well, especially, they want so badly to be a trailblazer that they won't look at anyone else's examples. And case in point, this reunion. <laughs> There's so many things that they could have done. There have been panels that were better moderated than this was, and that have lasted longer. And I'm like, how do you have a, a Comic Con panel that is much more well moderated than this? What was this? It was wild. It was just such a weird mixture of the most scripted thing I've ever seen and the most unprepared thing I've ever seen at the same time. Well, and then for it to be pre-recorded, I'm like, so y'all know that you're going to be doing all this editing. Why don't you get it together? <laughs> like, I just don't understand that. Um, speaking of scripted, my boy Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> oh my god, that first answer. I was just like, really, Dylan? This was your time to shine? He was like, no. No, I, I got I to do it for the charity, man. I'm so sorry. I let y'all exactly. down. Exactly. I literally think that he had a checkpoint, a list of checks that he was like, I have to hit all these checks. I have to make sure that it's plausible. And one thing that Dylan does when he he says like a lot, he's just a surfer guy. He's just a California boy at heart. But he can't he does have the ability to put together full and complete sentences. <laughs> and we've seen him do it. And you can tell the difference between interviews that he's invested in and really cares about versus interviews that he is less enthused about. So when he gave this first answer, Mm -hmm. I wish I had a counter so I could clock every time he said like, it was like, like, it was my like first, my like first job. Like, (laughs) you know, we were like 19, like, and like me and Posey, like, you know, same people like, and this is our first jobs. And so like, yeah, like he's the heart of the show. Like, I love it. Like, I love, I love everything about it. The fans and then like, 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 and I was just like, what is happening? I I was like, are you having a struggle? I I actually have it. Yeah. I actually have it on my notes. I actually wrote it down. Dylan said, the heartbeat was pumped by T. Posey. And I was like, Dylan, did Tyler send you a message? You said my heart lives and dies with Teen Wolf. And I was like, oh, honey. (laughs) I was just like, do they really want us to believe that anybody calls this guy T. Pose? (laughs) Like, really? They're still going on with this story from, like, season one, like, season one promo that people actually call him T. Pose. And I'm like, Posey demands it. Stop trying <laughs> to make T-Pose work. It doesn't work. It's like, people call me T-Pose. I, I, I was actually okay with Dylan complimenting Tyler because he also kind of threw a bit of shade at him. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, Dylan was like, I'm re-watching the first couple of seasons and I was talking to Posey on the phone and saying that I, it's like I'm watching you and me learn how to act. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like... 
Was it Tyler a child actor before Teen Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dylan, why would you? I didn't even clock that. That's fantastic. It was so shady. I was like, you learned how to act. Posey just watched. I also did love at the end when um, uh, he was like, Dylan was like, yeah, you know, um, we are stepbrother. He was like, yeah, I'm the sheriff and we're stepbrothers. And he was like, that's kind of how we always wanted it to be. So I'm glad that, you know, you feel like that, Lyndon or whatever. And then T-Pose <laughs> and Poser was like, um, he was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of how it is in real life. And then Dylan was like, yeah, I'm a sheriff and we're stepbrothers. <laughs> and I was like, Dylan. <laughs> Posey was like, yeah. And I was like, the, I see exactly how this friendship goes. No, it was from this the friendship second is the epitome surface. From the second he introduced himself, Posey, I just saw the rest of the cast. Like, it's that concerned look you get when the drunk person's about to start talking. I was just like, oh shit. Except for Shelly, who was right on board. She was like, yeah. Okay, they were, uh, Dylan mentioned something about uh, that there was like I guess an article that was said something about like Teen Wolf rounds out a cast of nobodies or something like that. Yeah. And you just see they shoot to Shelly's reaction. And like, why are we shooting to Shelly's reaction? She came in in the height of the show. Exactly. They they did a Shelley lot of research. I actually wrote it down as well. Yeah, Shelly was like, I think I kind of stole from what you guys started. Yes. And I was like, Shelly, you're being so self aware right now. I wasn't expecting. I love that. I screamed. <laughs> when she said that, I screamed like, have you did still? You did, don't feel like it. You did. I was, woo. Because she said straight, I didn't watch this mess before. I didn't even have an Instagram. They made me get one. I was like, you oh. And then she was just like, I just felt like I was just stealing from it. I was like, yes, dear. Because you were. Because you are a thief. <laughs> Call you a thief. I yes. was like, Shelly, we are talking about people being shirtless. And Shelly was like, I was shirtless. I came into the show shirtless. She... I came, I got out of the show shirtless. I was like, Shelly, no one cares. But then she also didn't go out shirtless. So I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that was very random. She Wait, loves so was, was there like an ending nude scene that we just didn't get because it got cut? Well, that was the other thing. They kept talking about the finale, or the finale, <laughs> the se- the series finale, as Jeff liked to say, and um, they they were talking about scenes that didn't make any sense. And I'm like, were these the last scenes that you shot? Like, what are you talking about? Because Josh was like, yeah, the last scene in the rain, and Posey was like, yeah, I was covered in cement. Because, you know, I just turned to stone. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was just like, what are you talking about? Another thing that made me mad is when um, Arden was telling her little story about, she was like, when I would leave, I would go to the gas station. I'd be covered in blood. And, you know, like, it was a cute story. It was cute. And they gave her nothing. They gave her nothing. And she was just trying to be like, yeah, come on, guys. You know, and then Shelly tells a story about, I don't know, whatever. She totally interrupted her moment just to have her own moment. I was just like, what yeah. the hell? 
Oh, they did that with the whole um, Hecklin thing. With the one time that they brought up Hecklin, when uh, Josh was like, "Who do you think has been shirtless the most?" And people were like Ryan, Ryan, and Dylan was like, "Oh no, I think Hecklin's got that." And I think Ian agreed with him. I was like, "Yeah, Hecklin." And then, but everyone's like, "Ryan, Ryan, Ryan." <laughs> I was like, "No." Like those, this man worked out hard for four seasons. Why wasn't Ryan there? Why wasn't Ryan there? I, I don't know. Yeah, they forgot. Was, who why he wasn't was. Ryan there? They forgot. Nobody like, forgets Ryan. He's Ryan. <laughs> Come on! As much as I love Ryan Kelly, he is just—he's just another guy. <laughs> but he's fun. He like. He's yeah. just, he he adds on to what everybody else does. It's like, yeah, yeah. Would he have been interesting like, to see on it's the like show? Having cult- is he interesting to watch, or is he just pretty? I think he's, he's pretty. To watch. <laughs> I mean, he adds a bunch of stupid commentary to the end of whatever anyone does, doesn't he? Like, remember he did that movie where he like shaved his head and he kind of got a little potato faced, and I was like, oh, hun. <laughs> okay, I was pissed when he's. Of when Jeff said we saw Tyler and Dylan together and we saw that they had such comic timing I was like Posey didn't have shit Dylan had comic timing he was the one who's just good enough to compensate for his Posey's lack of comedic or, timing even better someone clocked this at the beginning I missed it at first but he was like when we saw Tyler he looked like someone that could slash your uh, rip your throat out with his teeth yeah and, and I was a puppy dog who could also rip your throat out with your teeth I was just like was he pissed that Hecklin didn't want to show up or what? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, there's got to be some tea as to why Hecklin and Colton did show up. Oh. <laughs> or even JR. Where was JR? When they Because asked... they forgot all about, uh, uh, what's their name? Chrisissa? Um, oh, Carissa? Malargent. There we go. Malargent. They forgot all about them. Sheriff was like, me and Melissa. I was like, fool, you was dating your wife on this show. <laughs> and he was like, nope, me and Melissa. <laughs> the boys are stepbrothers. I was totally uh, laughing when Dylan called him out. Like, did everyone go to London? What's in London? Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, what if the real, like, Derek inspiration is in London? Ah, uh, oh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> I did like in the chat there. The chat was going like a million miles a minute, but as soon as Ian was talking about Paris, a bunch of people, like probably like four or five, but still, um, that I could see were like Steric in Paris, Steric spinoff in Paris, put Steric in Paris, Steric, and someone was like Dylan and Derek in Paris, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Right. Where was Dan? I guess Dan might be overseas right now, but still, like zoom him in, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I mean the last um, thing I heard him doing was what, the promo? What was that, Ethan? So they have to get Arjun's kept boy back. Come on. <laughs> Dude, what you say, Sprayberry thinking that Hayden was in London the whole time was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what? And I do remember at one point, I think they moved to San Francisco, and that's how she got out of season six. Her they, and Valerie moved somewhere, somewhere to take care of their parents, but it wasn't a London. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, oh, sir. And same with, um, I am, oh, don't even ask about Cinco Dan Engage, man. I'm, and Eric, and, uh, yeah, Engage. I just 
I'm I mean, so angry. I know Cinco. I mean, I know Gage probably would have done, done it. Cinco would have done yeah, it. And yeah, and Gage definitely because she has that. She's promoing that show and Paramount, right. and it's the middle of Corona. I'm sure she needs people to like know about it. Mm-hmm. Whiskey. What's it called? Whiskey Tango Fox Trout. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Cole was saying um, Styles becomes sheriff Lydia cures coronavirus And Scott is living in Hawaii Making macaroni salad 68 whiskey (laughs) That was the wildest Like as soon as he started talking I was was like oh we're about That was the whitest thing I'd ever heard Right we're about to hear some nonsense I knew we were about to hear some nonsense But then when he broke out macaroni salad I was like what are we doing here What's He doesn't know how to cook Right. <laughs> and I would not trust his macaroni salad either. <laughs> Especially well, not on the beach. Sure. <laughs> I mean, he you can, haven't he, refrigerated. He can cook and heat up something. I don't want to say it, but... <laughs> listen, listen! <laughs> wow. he he's a different kind yeah. of cook. I am surprised, Carlos, that different. Jill wasn't there. Who? Jill. Hmm. Who? <laughs> they... Uh, Kate. They... <laughs> I can't imagine them having Jill without Hacklin. Even with Ian being there, I can't imagine that. Because either way is messy, but one is a little less messy. (laughs) Didn't Jill just get that show where she's doing, like, home something? Jill just had a baby she named Army Gray. They need to distance themselves. (laughs) I'm, I'm sure that Jill is all about the blue lives mattering so i i would just rather not i think she's smart enough not to say anything i don't well yeah and that's why <laughs> she was like i will be here at home what on my white weird. ranch it's with actually, my white cows it's actually very weird that it didn't have a single argent on the webcast at home yeah yeah well, no argent no. like... what's jr i still don't get oh. that i'm like how did ian make it and not jr <laughs> And then Ian's thing was very straight. He was like, yeah, I think that Peter is trying to put together a pack. And then he's like in Paris. He's running around trying to put people together. And I'm like, and then um, Jeff, was it Jeff? Jeff said something about Scott is over a new pack. And I was like, oh, so he got the rest of his old pack killed. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's getting to a new one. No, he's trying to spin off this idea of a new pack because he knows he'll never get Dylan back. Well, I think he, yeah, definitely. I think he's actually shopping the IP. And that will be very interesting because there are a few things that he said where he was like, oh, people write me all the time. People ain't writing you all the time, homie. First of all, you have everyone blocked, so I don't want to hear it. I forgot who but, told uh, me. He was like, Jeff yeah. isn't even on social media. Who is writing yeah. him shit? Yeah, exactly. he, actually, he actually said that entities out there want it, whether it's from me or someone else, who knows? Exactly. So I'm like, get Greg Berlanti on the phone, give him the single IP, and kick Jeff out of there. No, it would be a hot mess, but if Greg Berlanti made Teen Wolf and then mashed it with Riverdale, I would oh. watch. <laughs> it would be the hottest of hot messes, but I would watch Strong for a full season. Wait, who's in the <laughs> order so far? Hmm? Who's been watching The Order on Netflix? It's, oh, it's okay, the worst then. trash ever, and I love it. Should I watch it? Should I watch yes. it, you guys? Yes. And okay, so first of all, it, do you remember Todd from The Magicians? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, he is one of the main characters. And okay. he is, well, first of all, I loved him in The Magicians. He's very funny. He's very cute. And he's just very excitable. And in the show, he's much the same. He's very cute. He's very funny. He's very excitable. I love Ty. And yes, he's fantastic. Um, he's definitely, <laughs> him and another one of the actors are one of the reasons why I love watching the show. And something happened in the new season that was totally queer based. Was I don't so even fucking amazing. care. I don't okay. even fucking care. <laughs> I, I was like, I know. But the thing is, with this, what happened was, you know that these two characters are straight, hands okay. down. Like there yeah. is no inklings whatsoever that they are into each other. However. But they gave us this moment. All right. And I was like, I'll take it. I was like, I'll take it. It's, I know this is all I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my scraps and I'm gonna go home happy. <laughs> you like, know, I'm not even enough, mad about that. Yeah, go ahead. Oddly Philip. enough, this show, before that happened, I could. There was no slash ship that I could see happening, or like not any really? like male male slash ship that I could see happening. It was all everything just fits where it fits and it's every, everything's very messed all the characters are dumb and stupid so you don't feel bad hating anybody <laughs> at any moment at any given time like it's just it's great trash and i love it well you know i um so i just got done rewatching all of 30 rock oh, i just got God. done rewatching Mad Men, and i was like what? so right now i'm making my way through search party which is fantastic and now i have like a few people that i've met that are on it so i'm like oh emotionally invested but and i figured out how to make hbo max work on my tv <laughs> but um i was on netflix trying to find a new show to watch and i passed by there and i actually stopped and i was like do I do I want to do this again? <laughs> you know, I was like, I have enough. Do I have enough distance from Teen Wolf to jump into another nonsense supernatural show? But I'll I'll do it. I'll take this leap. Oh so yeah, this is completely different. Like I wouldn't even compare it at all to Teen Wolf. Okay, cool. Did I'm you hear coming... Max? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not really coming near the order. The only trash show that I watch on Netflix is, is Elite, and that's enough for me. Yeah, Elite. Yeah. Wild. <laughs> is trash, and that's enough. And uh, <laughs> that yeah. would be enough. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give the order a chance. It's like it's totally like it's a low effort watch. Like you could literally <laughs> watch this on the phone, like texting, like writing something out, and you could watch this in the background. And it's just like, oh, okay. Just stare at the pretty people. Let the mythology sort of go. Whoosh. I was surprised that the main yeah. character was not buffer or at least leaner in his shirtless scenes this season, but I was okay with it. You know, <laughs> it's whatever. I'll I'll give it to him. It's I mean, fine. oddly enough, the blonde hair grew on me. It did, and at first I was like, um, and then I was like, and then like because once it was on the screen, I was like, okay, okay. If that blonde ain't right. You know, it, it's all about tones. You have to get the good, right tones. But a blonde in motion is different than a static blonde. So I think that once you like see it in motion and you kind of see what the wind I does to it, image better. I did oh, like, like okay. I think the promo image made it look better. And then once you see it in motion, you're like, huh? And then like <laughs> after a minute, it's like okay, like it's supposed, oh, like it's supposed to be a joke. So I think that gives it a little bit of a pass. 
Yeah, for sure. All right, sure. I'll check it out. I'm excited now. What I, what I will say is it suffers from the problem of no one talking to each other, and that's the full source of the drama. Right, no one of course. To talk to each other. Everybody just wants to do their own thing, and then you have conflicting plans, and everybody's just doing, like, random shit, and you're like, what the fuck? Can someone fucking pick up a phone? But this show <laughs> gives no fucks. It takes itself 0% seriously. Zero. Like, and everyone on here is just kind of like, ah, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. It's, I love... It's, it oh, like go ahead. In the second season, where it's just like, at first you're just like, wait, are they, like, going, like, the, the surrealist route? Like, are they really doing this? And then you're just like, holy shit, like, they're full on board with this. <laughs> you're just like, okay, I guess we're here now. It's, it's silly. Okay, it's silly. Vera, is Vera giving you Phoebe Halliwell vibes? Vera. The, the, <laughs> the mage, uh, like, she's the Grand Magus. Oh, Grand Magus. How is it mage no. and magus? Why isn't it magus? I don't know. Latin. <laughs> Uh, Latin. Oh, not Phoebe. Not what's her name? What was the other one? Prue. You said Vera. Oh, Prue. Oh, yes. Like very much. I I, I was just like, I feel like if Shannon hadn't been sick, the part would have gone to her. Oh, that makes so much sense. Holy shit, they really got her doppelganger for this. Yep. (laughs) I will say that this interlude was longer than the Teen Wolf (laughs) reunion. As best it should be. Oh wait, should I check, <laughs> should I check my notes to see if we missed anything? Um, oh yeah, what else? Is, I'm sure. Orny. Oh wait, no. I was, wait, I was gonna say before we get to that because I do want to talk about that too. But Max, he was like, I think that you created the first show ever that was so raw, and masculine, and erotic, and shirtless. And I was like, first of all, and I was like, what? You have not watched TV. And <laughs> secondly, what? <laughs> like, what are you even saying right now? I, I was like, where wanted... is Folk is a show, dude? I think like, he what wanted are we to say homoerotic, where yeah. people aren't queer, but there's a homoerotic tone in there. Basically, he was saying that Jeff was queer baiting his viewers. But he Basically. Put... Yeah, he, but he didn't say it outright. Which he should have, Lord okay, knows. Did we, did we get Lyndon's little story about how he asked the boys if they wanted to go out for a drink afterwards, and it was so funny because, ha, 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 they were only 18? And I was just like, uh, ha, ha, it's so yeah. funny. I'm almost surprised there wasn't a single casting couch comment in this entire reunion. They stayed so long on that joke, too. And I was just like... And then it was funny because different people kept chiming in to like pump it up because Lyndon was like yeah you know I went and asked him for a drink and then I think Posey was like yeah I was 18 and Shelly's like they were only 18 and I'm like Heffa you weren't there (laughs) it was just like one thing after the other it was so wild and so just uninteresting and then um I did love when they were like named the other members of the alpha pack (laughs) Pally Kali (laughs) Kali in the finale (laughs) that finale took me down oh my god did you hear Holland (laughs) where they asked did you hear Holland where she said she felt very well trained coming off of Teen Wolf and I couldn't tell if she was like being serious or she was calling out the set for being so dangerous because they had to do so many stunts and stuff all last minute she said something 
what was it? It was very strange because she was like, yeah, right here. And she said something, then she said something about stunts. And the way that it was put together, I was like, what are you talking about right now? Like, Holden, who are you talking to right now? What's going on? Let's see, it was right Holland, before Cody's segment. I do have to uh, talk a little bit of trash about Holland because I had talked trash about Posey when he did this mess. He wrote this story and was like, and it was about the Teen Wolf reunion. So it was like on top of the video, he puts this huge caption that's like, this is the first post that I've posted that wasn't Black Lives Matter since oh, George Floyd yeah. died. And he was like, oh, um, I saved it. Do you want to read it? Yes. This Go is ahead. my first post that doesn't have to do with George Floyd protests and Black Lives Matter movement since George's wrongful murder. America is broken and racist and the fight against it should not end until racism is abolished. Please keep supporting equality of and for black lives with me as we integrate our projects back on social media. Thank you. Black Lives Matter. And then it's like we got the pack together for something special. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I was just like, you're putting a very specific cart in front of a very specific horse with this thing. You are answering a question that nobody has asked you. Was, you are responding to a drag that hasn't happened. It was so <laughs> passive aggressive. And then I remembered who was talking and I was like, oh, yeah, expected. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, don't get mad at me. You know, guys got to eat. And I'm like, nobody is telling you that you can't post other stuff. Just, you know, keep posting about the movement, which he did. So I'm like, why do we need this? It was just that, that we one have to... day. It was that one you day to... where you weren't supposed to post other stuff. It was just one day. Yeah. And so then Holland brings her narrow behind and makes an actual post that retweets it and like copy and paste it into her thing. And she's like, please be patient as we integrate back into our normal lives. And I was like, Holly, you was 10 days late, Heffa. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? I was like, sis, just, I was like, this is a time to show and not tell. Don't tell us what you're doing. Show us that you're doing the right thing. Dylan did a post about the uh, thing today. There was no disclaimer on it. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, you know, I I have to care about other things, not just black people today. I'm like, no. Like, this, it just brings up so, again, so many questions that nobody asked. You see, like, I didn't really care about Holland because she's usually pretty active on social issues. I don't know what she well, was doing, and it wasn't like she was posting it. selfies on vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it, like. I mean, I'm surp- I was surprised that she wasn't one of the first ones on this, but like, I'm not like personally like hurt about it. Miss Ixie. Yeah, and Carlos mentioned he was like, um, he posted just a few about Black Lives Matter. His IG was hacked <laughs> almost four to five times the two weeks. It's like okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm like, Posey, you did the bare minimum to begin with. So if you are having the this this guilt about it, then that's on you, homie. Don't put that on us. You know. Free, what were you going to say? I was saying that maybe, I'm just, it's just an assumption. Like maybe these actors, these specific actors, Holland and uh, Posey and other people didn't say anything because maybe, just maybe these are more all lives matter people. And they, and they don't really want to say it out loud, and that's why they kind of make excuses when they when they do talk about Black Lives Matter. I think that Holland 
does get it. But I also think that Holland feels like I have to advocate for everyone. Mm. And so she's like, all lives matter in that way where she's like, I want to put my attention here, 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 there, everywhere. Um, Posey, he has a generality. Hey, Ruby. He has a generality to his statements that makes me think he still doesn't get it. This thing that he does of we have to abolish all racism all over the world. And it's like, you're not going to do that. That's not something that's feasible for you to do. What you can do is sign this petition, donate to these people, reblog, you know, arrest the murderers that killed Breonna Taylor, do that kind of stuff. And there's, so there's just this disconnect because he keeps talking in these huge umbrella statements that have no specificity to them. And so I'm like, you, Real, I don't think he still gets it. On the one hand, he has this very white idea that you just decide to not be racist and you're not racist. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, like and, and so there's no work there. And, and you can tell that he hasn't really looked into racism throughout, you know, someone's daily life. Um, well, and so that's why it's so easy to just think like, oh, well, if you don't treat anybody any different, then that's it. But I there's also that, the Latino yeah. part of him that I kind of, exactly. I get that pathway where at first you start off thinking like, and, and a lot of Latinos feel this way, like, okay, black lives do matter, but we also get killed 1.7 times more likely. It's not quite 2.5, but why are we saying only one color's lives matter? And you really have to <laughs> read more into it and decide that it, it's not black lives matter only. And it's, it's a lot longer of a statement. And I've said before that I think Black Lives Matter itself is bad marketing. Like, because it requires way too much explanation. And I think I can well, al- I think also understand point, some people's is point to of start view is that, that it requires that much explanation. And yeah. so for you to really get it, you have to have that discussion. So I get both ends of it. I still think it's bad marketing personally. But... I get the idea where someone who is not black but is a person of color can feel like, okay, but don't our lives matter too? I mean, we're in this, we're in a similar boat, but that's the point is, is that we're not in the same boat. But I don't think, and I think it that, takes people a lot. I don't of think time that's where Posey's coming from, though. I, I really don't think that he sees himself as. I mean, honestly, I I don't think he sees himself as a person of color because I don't think that socioeconomically. He is in that bracket. The thing is, I is that when you're that... in that spot of like in an area where you're like a little bit lighter and stuff like that, it's very easy to selectively remember when you're a person of color. Well, but so then this because, is like, the thing. I, is that like, like, because it's very easy, like for Latinos who are well off to be like, well, my parents worked hard. My parents made the right. American dream happen. And, you know, they superseded all of these obstacles. So everyone else is probably just lazy. Because that's what we get told. So there's a little bit of that in him. I just don't think he recognizes that that's in there. Well, I think that he is one of those people where the Latin people he knows are relatives. And he is the only Latin person that a lot of his white friends know. And I think he has a very specific clique. And there's something... Whether it's in Southern California, whether it's in Midwestern Nebraska, when you are a person of color, you learn about being a person of color the same way everyone else does. The difference is 
that you experience, <laughs> your experiences are going to be different. And so I think because he was, you know, raised pretty much in Canada and raised around kind of white people at a very specific kind of, you know, social scale. And the times that he did see kind of his Latino-ness was family and that kind of thing versus actually being in those neighborhoods. Like, I don't know if I can ever say the Posey's been a Compton. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but there's a huge thriving line community there. So it's like, that's that's going to be something that's foreign to him. So I think when he looks at it, he's like, I'm kind of different. And in a way he is, but I don't see him being like Brown Lives Matter either. I see him being like, well, the people that have to deal with that stuff, they're the ones that I'm fighting for, which is everyone else, because he really doesn't deal with that, is what I take from it, because I, I just don't even think that it, I don't know, I, it's it's wild, I um, the, uh, there's an IG page I would recommend to everybody, it is called Karen's Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> It is all the instances of Karens and Kevins spouting off about how much they hate black people and everything to do with it. And it's it's wild seeing some of the responses and some people, well, she actually had a point here and it's like, mm, no, we're past that. You know, and it's really one of those things where the whole thing is like, all lives can't matter until black lives matter because right now we're at the bottom of this heat and so as soon as you take care of our issues then that goes up people love to talk about trickle down not economics it doesn't work because people at the top keep hold of their stuff and they don't let it go you have to build from the bottom up. and that's where some of the concern is with latino issues is that you know like right. these issues don't trickle down and so there's these issues that we come up across but as a latino community i think most of us have decided Yes, there's a, a place for us to have inter-ethnic um, and interracial uh, conversations about how we work together as minorities, but right now is not that moment. Well, and but I think even a lot then, of people need to get that. Even then, I will say that within Black Lives Matter, a lot of Latino lives have been put into that when we are being included, I've, especially well, we see it more here in California. I've seen some I good work, especially in the last like three, like two, three weeks to be mm -hmm. a lot more inclusive in, right. uh, of all the different uh, minorities that are you kind of fall under under that. Right. I understand the people's like, well, it feels like we get left out. Right now is not that moment. Well, just like that that uh that very special gay. I don't even cons I don't I don't include him with y'all and I'm going to say this. <laughs> I like to um I can't remember his name. But he was the one that was like, "Oh, are you talking hey, about Noah Gavin?" No, no, I like no. What is, he, he hasn't said anything stupid, has he? No, not since that stupid okay, thing good. about how like it's not so hard to come out anymore because oh, that was a while ago though, and he's I'm grown still holding since that then. I love Noah. I'm how dare Noel. he go after Colton? <laughs> <laughs> he went up against Coco. He's so cute. No. Um, but no, uh, this Carter. Bays? I might be making that up. I'm Who? sorry, but he was like, "Hey, blacks, uh, June does. June is our month. Oh, um, yeah, don't call yeah. it is our month with your Black Lives Matter nonsense." Oh, so this was a white gay days. thing. I thought you were talking about a Latino, and I was like, "What?" Like, nee, sweetie, no, no, boo. <laughs> I was like, "All right." 
that's those are white gays. Uh, uh, leave them alone. This man, yeah. the name of everything that is that is bad. That is yeah. Wait, who are we talking about now? Because I want to know what that guy. Um, I can, he's, he's some like gay Republican. He's some conservative. Seriously that says speaking, they love are we bringing up gay Republicans right now? <laughs> Let's bring up the black Trump supporters then. What's her name? Stacy. Oh, Stacy. <laughs> no, not well, Stacy Dash. The Candace. Yeah, that bitch. Uh, oh, the grifter. The grifter. Yeah. Thank you. That. <laughs> that chick. I'm like, sis, seriously? But yeah, so in LA, we had this All Black Lives Matter march. And, um, oh, we're actually going to do a live cast yeah. for Geekery yeah. tomorrow, so I'm going to talk more about it there. But what I loved about it was, you know, the whole theme was like Black Trans Lives Matter specifically. And we were talking about, you know, Marsha P. Johnson and the other organizers um, of during Stonewall and that kind of thing. But I was like, yeah, we can have pride and still talk about, you know, Black Lives Matter. It was very interesting watching the – on that end, it was funny because then you saw the black people who were a little bit scared that they were going to be left out. And so, you know, they were marching with their signs and you could just see them kind of looking like, all right, you got Black Lives Matter, <laughs> you, know, you got a Black Lives Matter. And it's like, yes, we're all here. We're all here on the same accord. We're all here on the same page. We are having a blast. And it was a fantastic time. I mean, I mean personally, personally, I don't think it's tough when people compare like whether Black Lives Matter or like Trans Lives Matter. Like, isn't it the same thing? It should be. And yeah. so... It's a big source of contention where people are like, well, why we say black trans lives matter? Why can't, um, doesn't that include black lives matter? It's like, yeah, it's supposed to. <laughs> Except y'all keep killing black trans women. So once that gets done, then we can combine everything. I mean, but until that happens. Yeah. You would it's the hope same so. thing that it's I just, had, like, like. It's the same uh, thing had, like with pride. You would think that trans would be included in everything, right. but people conveniently forget it and leave it out. Well, it's just, it's frustrating because, again, when he was, like, signed the gays, and I'm like, black people are gay, too, dude. Like, <laughs> you're just acting like a complete section just doesn't exist. <laughs> so just, like, and I don't care. It, it just, it's one of those things, like, you can think whatever you want about trans people. I don't care. You can't deny that they exist. And have existed for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Since the beginning of humanity, there's someone that had a chromosome that didn't bend quite right. Yeah. And so it's like people are going to do what they're going to do. They exist. They're here. You've got to make space for them. And it's just wild that like. Not to say that I have that one trans friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do, I, do have, I do have at least one. And, mm. uh, and when I talk to her, um, one of the things that she she is very adamant about is that she's not L- um, she doesn't consider herself queer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says I don't consider myself queer. I don't like being under that that umbrella. She doesn't like. She doesn't mind necessarily. It's one of those things where where to to sort of and she explained it to me like this too when when you're trans and you just sort of want to be who you are, there comes a point where you stop coming out of the closet and you go back in. Mm. Um, and so to sort of be, to sort of be that, that path to pass, whatever that means. Right. Um, and that's sort of like, that's, that's some trans people's goal. 
um, is to is to not be you know to to not be seen to just mm-hmm. be who they want to be. Um, and so you know that's that's always something that I found very interesting um, that that she talks about you know the idea that you know you you are like she is not she's not she doesn't I mean she's a little bisexual but (laughs) she says like I'm bisexual in the way that like a lot of women are bisexual and that like you know (laughs) (laughs) that's like a dig it's cool it's cool but um yeah so in but in that regard she's like you know I, I don't really consider myself a part of like you know the queer community you know I just I think yeah, the main takeaway is that she could if she wanted to, yeah. and that's kind of where, because ultimately the idea of a queer community means that it is different than what is quote-unquote normal. Yeah. And the issue, though, is that we're all trying to get too normal, <laughs> and so that everybody is normal, so we don't have these distinctions. And so we're really at that crossroads of wanting to have wanting to be able to say xyz is my identity versus wanting to be like and that's normal and that's perfectly fine and in line with everything else that's going on so yeah coming back to posey he continues to be problematic because on one hand we have posey and on the Mm -hmm. other hand we have freud and i I love freud right freud can understand all of this why the heck is Posey not understanding anything? Because again, Freud actually has a Mexican parent. And I was just about to say, well, uh, well wait, okay, hold on. <laughs> can reframe that sentence just a teeny she was, bit. Wasn't she a no. U.S. citizen? Um, Cindy? Yeah. Garcia? Uh, I don't know. I thought she was, was Mexican. Was she a Mexican citizen? But regardless, I think that she made the decision well, remember, to... Remember, Mexican's a nationality. It's not a, like... Yeah, yeah. but she made the. I think she made the decision to more Americanize her kids because all the kids are like that. Like, which is fine. Like, I mean, we've explained it before. Like the way I grew up, like my parents didn't speak Spanish. Teach me Spanish as the first language because when they went to school, they used to get corporally punished for speaking Spanish. So, like, that's why my Spanish is like all messed up. And my name is Philip instead of Felipe. Because my parents mm-hmm. didn't want me to be treated weird. But, oh, like, there was a there was a great thing on Instagram today about um, being black is, and it was talking about names like giving me a white na- a white sounding name so that I could get I almost shared it, but a job and get ahead of the Chantal originally, excluded. and I was so mad that she didn't. Yeah, you should. And then she was like, um, Stacy. And I was like, you gave me the whitest white girl name of the 80s. Oh, that I gave you, you my sister's on. name. That's my sister's name. Right? So. I was literally the fourth Stacy in most of my classes to the point and where I had to be. Wayne. Right? Oh, my God. Everyone's like, does your mom got it going? I'm like, she sure does. <laughs> you know, like, what do you want? <laughs> and, like, I know no auntie's going to listen to this, but, like, like, it's not completely, like, outside of my understanding or anyone else's understanding that, like, Posey just grew up different. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's a little bit easier to embrace your Latinidad when you can pass as white a lot easier the way Freud can. Uh, so, like, Freud can ch- pick and choose when he wants to and doesn't want to. But he really I, I, Although I'm very proud choose, that he doesn't. But that's, yeah. a ch- but that's a choice that he makes. He makes a choice not to hide. 
And I think that's yeah. very admirable. And the king of the north was like, I love your choices. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> okay, don't, am don't I still here? Because those two have been on my mind. Gorgeous. When I tell you I was mad he wasn't in the reunion so that we could see Richard walking by in the background. <laughs> yeah. Totally a towel. Yeah. What a, what a flex. Hey, Amelia. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Amelia? He was like, Oi, Amelia, I got a little uh, American goodie. I want to bring to your house. <laughs> Let me get your house on the beach, Amelia. I got this little American goodie. He's going to teach me Spanish. <laughs> and Amelia was like, just ruin all my furniture, bay. Do it. She was like, we will get a cleaner at the end. We will replace all of the surfaces. Please, Amelia, share on. the security feed. I know, yes! Amelia, share that, that ring-ding doorbell. What's that called? Ooh. Kangaroo? <laughs> share the nanny cam footage, baby, because you she know she that. got it. Exactly. She has that stuff on repeat. Please. No. The Dragon Queen do not play. I am just you know. so proud of him. I have never <laughs> been so proud for the most ridiculous thing, but I am so proud what of him. Land. What land? I'm like, how did y'all even meet? I still don't Dude, get Andrew's it. Dude, Andrew's gotta be pissed. Right? <laughs> yeah! Andrew was like, I was right there! <laughs> <laughs> oh... And somewhere, Michael Johnston is like, I didn't have a chance. <laughs> oh, by the way, Michael Johnston's new single is out, so go pre-order everybody. Who? I'm sure it is. Be nice. He's actually pretty good. Do you think He's... that Jeff? Do you think that Jeff is salty that Freud didn't come to him? Yes. Okay. Wait, y'all. We are going to be real, real like, messy right like now. Like Freud, we, we... just like. Like basically, like rode him clothed, and he was like, and Richard Madden got the whole deal. Yeah, <laughs> there's like there's a, there's a picture of Freud on Instagram where he's in his like garments and yes. sofa, and people in the comments are like, did did Madden take that picture? Did Madden take that picture? Like, is that Richard's house? Like, who took this yeah. picture from? You supposed to be quarantined and who you with, boo? <laughs> When I t- when I tell you before I walked out in one of them soccer outfits, and I'm like, you know that's rip away. You know there's Velcro on the side. It's just like whoosh, ready for you, B. I um so I love Brian- that he took that picture so Mexican. Like he was just oh, like, right. I'm putting on my soccer jersey, and I don't. That care. made me laugh so much. I was like, bro, you ain't nothing but Mexican. I love you for it. Um. Brian Singer is in the news, oh, uh, yeah. aka Jeff's role model, who he has verbally said that he wants to be the next Brian Singer and wants to be just like him. And we also know that Jeff is infamous for his Christmas parties and pool parties. Y'all, if we could ever get Cody St. New to write a book, because you know that boy's got stories. But what I want to know is so I don't think he messed with. Posey or Dylan and I think that Posey's mad about it. <laughs> I think not because he wanted because but because he feels left out. I do think he tried it with Hecklin. I think that Hecklin is Derek to him. And so he felt like, okay, if I can, you know, yeah, get on Hecklin, I can get on my ex. And Hecklin was like, 
no thank you. <laughs> We're just going to block it up. But for, especially for 2.0. Because he was at Michael Johnson's 21st birthday party. <laughs> hey, are we intentionally not saying a name right now? Oh, no. Did you not see Stephen Ford's tweet? <gasps> okay. Wait, so what happened. Wait, no, what happened. Let me pull it up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, like what for happened? a little bit, I Ruby. thought that his tweet was like a dream, like like some weird, creepy nightmare. And then I was and just he, like, oh, that happened. It was a movie, but I'm like, boo, you ain't gotta lie to us, baby. We know. All right. So Stephen said, yeah, because at first I was like, oh, so we're not joking about this, and then it turned funny, and I was like, oh, wait, are we like? Because I actually, I'm glad you said this. I feel um, terrible for him. Like, I mean, this isn't even the first thing that he's come out where, like, he something terrible down? has happened to him. Did he? Wait, do we not have receipts? <gasps> I'm pretty sure wait, I Wait, wait, wait. And now I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to uh, jump. Okay, here we go, here we go. So he says, I've really struggled talking about this, and I have a much more in-depth story that I haven't told from fear of repercussions in the industry. Um, Oh, so first of all, this is Stephen Ford, a.k.a. Stephen Lunsford, a.k.a. Matt, from season two of Teen Wolf. He says, "Um, but a while back... I had the chance to lead one of his, Brian Singer's, films and was specifically told I would have to, quote-unquote, take one for the team to get the part. He then says... Let's see, is it in this thread? He then says, not gonna lie, this is getting so much traction. This getting so much traction makes me super uncomfortable and it's why I haven't shared more stories. But if it helps someone else speak up, then I'll live through it. Thank you all for your support. It makes me feel less weird. He says, um, don't speak up your... Oh, oh, if you don't speak up, you're a part of the problem. Speak mm-hmm. up, you're probably not going to work. Now, most jobs are not like this. It really depends on the group and culture on set. For instance, the Disney slash ABC shows I've been on have been amazing. Notice he didn't mention MTV. <laughs> Wait, didn't yeah. something weird yeah. happen on ABC recently? That there was some story about ABC that I don't know. That's oh well. out of my circumference. He said, "Doing this since I was a kid, been through some genuinely awful things that have had a really negative effect on my life and in turn the life of others. I've gone through a lot of therapy, but my abuse is likely not as bad as women in this industry. But it does happen to us all." Honestly, the scariest part about it is just how casual he was about telling that story. Like, he didn't even lower his voice, just acting like it's business as usual. And from experience, I can promise you that it is in Hollywood. The reason you don't see a lot of people naming names is if the accused is powerful enough, they'll have a hard time getting work in the industry. Not directly through them, but because you're someone who names names. It's scary just to say it even happens, much less name names. He says, uh, I was working on a movie as a teen, so excited, when the slime pl- producer gleefully told me he had been forcing female extras to give him blowjobs for years in exchange for SAG vouchers. Yikes. Just so they could get union jobs. I said, that's effed up, and he threatened to get me fired. Um, let's see. Ooh. Wait, is that all still Sean? Yeah, this is all him. T- hey, Steven. Steven. Um... 
He says, I've really struggled talking about this, and I have a much more in-depth story that I haven't told from fear of repercussions. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's the one I talked about. So, yeah, he... Whew. I just, now we need to go to his IMDb. I, mean, I, know, I'm sh- I felt terrible the last time we got that tweet about how the executive producer told him that he wasn't allowed to talk to the rest of the cast. So, yeah. And I'm like, it maybe it might even just be on the line to inappropriate but I know some some nonsense happened yeah. and, with and him on self from the um, you can tell from like the photos and stuff like that that like the other actors have a problem with it like mm-hmm. he was in group photos like he was like hanging out like from well you know what I'm wondering he was like I mean probably on the periphery because like he was a one season character but <laughs> I wonder if he was think... supposed to be a one-season character. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, they had him die. I'm no, sure he I was. Mean, I wonder if before they wrote him dying, if he was supposed to be a one-season mm. character. I or... will say, I think so, only because, and I think that this is the Jeff thing. Jeff loves to hold secrets, and he loves to try to manufacture scenarios. So just as they told Stephen that he couldn't talk to other people, I bet that... Jeff went to each and every person and was like, this guy's kind of creepy, I know, but don't worry, he won't be on set long. Just kind of ignore him. Oh, I don't know about this guy. You know, just kind of sowing those seeds so that he could get a performance. Because I remember there was a con where Crystal was there. And Crystal was asked about her experience and she was talking about how uncomfortable she was. And that he was like really, basically was saying him but that there was like a really creepy presence on set and she didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, I bet you 1000%, especially after hearing Steven's side of what was happening, that Jeff was like, you know, that guy's kind of creepy. You know, just don't stay away from him. Don't worry, I'll protect you. Just try to stay away from him if you can. You know, because Jeff is known for making up stories and telling lies because uh, then we get to Michael. And um, Michael was talking about his time on set and it was, he was like, yeah, everyone was nice, but they were very much in their own groups and in their own cliques and they kind of kept to themselves. And the people that he was actually closest with, I think was like Gage, um, Holland a little bit because that was his scene partner and they're both from Texas. And there was someone else I didn't expect that he was close with. I can't remember right off the hand, but it was someone else. And I was just like, but it was someone not in the main cast. And it was, oh, it, was it? No, it couldn't have been surprised. No. Um, speaking of which, that's another thing. Orny and Arden are like the best of friends. And there was no. They are <laughs> I wonder if Orny was able to get her on. That's what or I was maybe, thinking. Yeah. I wonder if Orny kind of advocated like, yeah, you owe her. <laughs> get her on here. Orny at a convention, man. Orny used to spill all the dirt at a convention. Woo! <laughs> that to, I hope he's at the next Holocaust. I hope he just shows up. <laughs> Y'all can afford to fly him out. But, um, but yeah, so I... Because then another thing is, why would Dylan be in the room when Sprays was auditioning? Because it wasn't for chemistry tests. They don't do chemistry tests. Why was Dylan in that room? That really, like, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like, what are we talking about? Why is this a thing? 
Maybe so, because I think that Jeff tried to make Dylan kind of his prodigy. Maybe yeah. oh, that's God. why he it wanted so Dylan to be everywhere him. with him. He yes. wanted him to be part of the scripts. He wanted him to be part of the casting. But Dylan was like, yeah, peace out. I'm gone. Bye. Well, that's what I love about it is that Dylan took all of that knowledge because he's the one who got ad-libs and rewrites in. Yeah. So Dylan took all that knowledge and then took it somewhere else. And Posey was like, now teach me. And they were like, I'm like, so the fact that Jeff had to bring on every single last director which that's too many cooks in the kitchen you're just gonna confuse this boy to death and then we got that episode which is the lowest rated teen wolf episode ever i was like god dang i was like y'all set this boy up to fail i think Uh, maybe jeff i think jeff probably invited dylan to one of his parties or something and and Scott oh, was there with a like, invite me, invite me. But Jeff wasn't really like interested in Tyler. He was more interested in Dylan, but he did it very subtly. Like he didn't want to push Dylan. He wanted Dylan to come on his own. But so that have... didn't work. Dude, Dylan yeah. talking about how overwhelming it was to be grabbed at. And then like trying to spin it back to how they were a family then that well, something no, actually, unexpected landed where he was like he kept jumping around because like you know Dylan thought the show was crap and they didn't think it was going to go anywhere and then it <laughs> took off but he doesn't want to say that in front of Jeff and then he like tries to cover like the fact is is that they took care of them pretty poorly at the season 2 comic con exactly exactly and I think that's what he was trying to hide because I noticed that too Um, he was like yeah people are grabbing us is really overwhelming but then he did he say stan because he said something i think he actually used the word stan because something about it maybe left but he was like yeah all these super uh i think he said stan but i don't know maybe not uh-huh. but um he uh oh night you guys um yeah i feel like he didn't because if you remember the pap vids that came out from that Posey was just living his best life. He was loving the attention. And then that was the one where Hecklin had to protect Dylan. <laughs> was like elbowed snow out of the way <laughs> and made sure that Hecklin or made sure that Dylan got into the car nice and safe. <laughs> and then got in himself and Brittany was like, Hey <laughs> How did that last for as long as it did? <laughs> now the wild thing is that Snow and uh, Dylan are friends and know he was at that wedding. I was searching for someone I knew who was going to that wedding. I was like, I need to be there. <laughs> but it was just a small event. I was like, she got her straight, Tyler. Did, did y'all see bless. Melissa's face when they brought up fan art? <gasps> yeah. She oh, looked no, like Melissa. she was going to freak out and then right away they started with, they kind of like shifted it to tattoos, oh, tattoos and stuff and then it was like, oh, everyone's was like, okay, it's safe. Well, Melissa's actually usually pretty good about that. So I think she was actually excited because she loves dealing with that stuff. But, um, oh, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of stepping on minefields. <laughs> Just a lot of tiptoeing around stuff, the which fact, was kind of funny. The fact they didn't bring up even a single ship, that just, like, proves to me that they were told not to talk about it. They oh definitely because in every single panel that they've had everyone has asked about ships. I mean they barely so, even talked about Skallison. Or uh, well that's oh that's one thing about Dylan that got me 
And I don't know if it was intentional. I don't think that it was, but I am wondering why no one else jumped in. He kept pumping up Max for his death scene. And he was like, yeah, Aiden's death scene, blah, blah, blah. It was one of the best death scenes, if not the best one in the entire show. And I was like, Crystal? <laughs> like, Allison? Come on. And for Posey not to jump in, like, because I know he thinks that that was his yeah. Oscar Emmy worthy moment. Right. And so I was very shocked I that they didn't just, bring that up. I think it was just a, a moment to pump up Max because they asked him that shady question of like, where do you see your character even though well you're dead? And it's like, was like yeah, it was kind of, it was a dick question for someone who was barely on there for what, half a season? Well, it was a dick question when they asked it to Arden and Arden, she cracked me up. I loved it. That exchange, someone did a great GIF set of it, and I reblogged it to the main account. Ooh, okay, thanks, Carlos. I'll refresh. Um, when uh, he was like, he was like, is that true? Did we really just leave you in the yeah. desert? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I was just like, I'll see you later, Scott. And I love the fact that Scott then got directly with Malia with no closure. <laughs> I wish that she would have been like, yeah, it's like I just said goodbye to my boyfriend and then he's there hooking up with yours. I mean, he's there hooking up with your girlfriend. That's well, all that was missing then, from Arden. But then you had Shelly be like, um, I'm playing both of them and I guess we can make room for Lydia and Allison. It's like, sis, you were not invited to this. And <laughs> what then, are you doing and here? Arden's right there with Kira and she completely like leaves her out. I wonder Ooh, if those two guess. get along. Have we ever seen those two interact? Who? Arden and Shelly. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. They're, oh, you mean them are like Malia and Kira? No, Arden and Shelly. Um, they're... No. Yes, but only because... So at the finale party, and there were a couple pictures of them together, and it was always Arden, like, tagging Shelly and reaching out to Shelly because Brayden, Megan, did the exact same thing. And I was like, this girl is paying you no mind. She is not paying you any attention. And y'all are here like, oh, Shelly! And I was like, y'all really thought y'all were really trying to hitch your wagon to her. Because I think she's probably the only reason that Brayden got screen time. Which, mm-hmm. I was talking to a girl on Twitter, and I was like, they took so many left turns with that character. And every time that they could have fixed it and could have made her an actual developed character, they were like, turn left. <laughs> turn left turn left and i was just like it was wild okay so there are some there oh there oh yikes wait are there questions well because i don't know how you got one this thing you wanted, there's just one thing that you wanted to cover before we go into questions and that was orny's line Oh, yes, yes, go ahead. Y'all start talking about that, and let me go through this real quick. So my thing was so funny was that when he said the scripts were really tightly written in the beginning, and it's a tribute for the writers, and then quickly after, he talks about how he hasn't read a script since season two. And then the best one, though, was he was like, oh, Hotel California, I love that script, I love that script, did you write that? And I'm like, no, Christian Taylor wrote that, (laughs) you fool. And Jeff also had to like correct correct the title. He said Hotel California or something. Yeah, Ian and Jeff said Hotel like, California. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, Motel. No, Motel. Hotel, Hotel California. Yeah. And then was Jeff hilarious. was like, I knew every episode. And then he said, um, 
he was talking about, oh, the hardest things to write were the finales. And I was like, that's because that's all they would let you write <laughs> at the end of it. Can I just say something about the way that Jeff says finale? Yes! Because because I feel like, I, as somebody from the next state over, <laughs> no one says that. <laughs> it sounded like he sounded like legit Jenna Maroney. He was like the camera. <laughs> no one talks like that here. <laughs> the final, and then he doubled down on it. <laughs> oh, and since when has your your be your own anchor been a catchphrase that everyone's obsessed with? Have they been following Never. the latest like wank free blog or what? Isn't that what um. Melissa says too. Roland. No, it's not what Roland got tattooed on himself. No. Was that something Roland. Else? Roland. Um, oh, Hungarian. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Hungarian uh, Teen, Wolf, Teen Wolfer. Um, well, Raleigh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, his, it's Roland. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, did he get the beer on anchor? I thought he got a heckling quote. Oh. I feel like he would have got like a heckling or like a steric all the way or something. <laughs> was Why it was, was Be Your Anchor even a big thing in the fandom? Yes. Now yeah. that one, I will say, because uh, I saw a few Howler cons where people were like unwrapping their <laughs> arms like, look! And it's like, and then they have a picture of an anchor and it would be like swirling around it. But Be but, Your Own so- Anchor itself... <laughs> but the um, but the whole thing of Arnie, he was like, "Yeah, my most famous line," and I was like, "Cupcake might be your most famous line, what? but not the bigger they are, what? the bigger oh, they are." That was ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. So Carlos, no, you oh, sorry, talk his about story <laughs> about what he was telling, like where Jeff, he was like, that was the moment. Where, like you said, that I really understood my character, and really what happened was that he had spoken to a director, and he's like, I don't know what this means, and they're like, just say it however you want. And he was like, that was hilarious. And then he was like, you had so many people on set, I didn't know how half those people were. And I was like, yes, yes. drag her. It's, it's clear that a whole lot of these people don't like Jeff. They don't. Yeah. They're just like... I don't know. Like, well, it's, it's very polar because the ones who love him love yeah. him. So it's like Shelley, Melissa, Lyndon, Lyndon are all crazy about Jeff and Posey. Of course. Um, I can't tell if that's real or kind not. Of in the middle, huh? I can't tell if that's real or not, though. Or no, if it's just out of convenience. Uh, Lyndon and Melissa are real. They yeah, love no, I that mean boy. Jr. I don't know oh, how Posey. much he actually Posey. likes him. I don't know that Posey has enough cunning to not like him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that he's like <laughs> Jeff saved me, regardless of the fact that Jeff basically made his life a living hell for a while. Like Jeff really, they really did some shady nonsense to Posey and I'll go down on that fight before Posey became an absolute douche. But they really treated nuts. him dirty. Hmm? He drove them nuts. He was <laughs> like a pain in the ass. All through promo, that, I remember. It was, it was fart no, that jokes was a, and like, ugh. That was a reaction though. It was a reaction to them making him promises and then just not keeping them. But Again, making him ridiculous promises that they weren't going to keep in the first place. Um, I will say, uh, oh, what was it about Jeff? 
oh, um, the people who Ian was like, I do a weekly Zoom chat with Posey. Yeah. About what? He, he said we <laughs> talk about know? that thing that we do. Is he talking about baseball? He couldn't possibly because Posey's not in those games. I ref- well, I refuse to believe that Posey would be in those games and we wouldn't already know about it. Well, there was Plus, that one Posey picture, isn't but like, really that was it, right? A baseball guy, though. There was that one picture. We- when of with Posey in it? Posey at Ian's baseball, like a baseball thing. Like, Are you, you know, sure that- wasn't Dylan? Well, Dylan was there too, but like, and you can tell that Dylan's more of a regular than Posey was, but like, it, there was a picture. I don't remember that, but yeah, maybe, but yeah, I, regardless, but, and then the fact though, that Dylan quit that team. <laughs> like, are they talking, tell like, you a lot. is he talking about like his, like, like, is Ian his sponsor? Uh, ooh. Oh. Hey. oh yeah! Ethan was like, get him back! Well, I mean, like, Ian's not sober, but okay. Oh. I mean, you know, Ian thinks he's sober. Lord. I mean, also, Ian also said that he also talked to Holland and Shelly. I made a note of it. I was like, what do you Well, I know he talks to Holland. I know he talks to Holland, and they're definitely buddies. Um, I know him and Shelly did become close, but that's another what do you talk about kind of thing. What is Ian doing talking to kids? Kids that Thank do in you. front of him. Because regardless, I mean, I'm, I will say, Shelly is what, 32, 33 now? She's not but a Ian is still like 43. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but and like, like Shelly looks like she's used to hanging out with an older crowd. Well, exactly. And I think she had an older boyfriend for a while. And so I but think that that's not like was... the other girls, and she has a really <laughs> identifying with people her age. So she has right. to with older people. She's just so much no, more mature she, than them. And well, I, I just that, think she just, like, doesn't get along with girls. She was a pageant girl. <laughs> I mean, you kind of had to. Wait, so Ms. Sixty said, are you roasting SMS or being serious? Because isn't she one of the best with comedic timing? <laughs> I saw the after show where Shelly pranks Dylan. <laughs> behind the scenes and have flashbacks oh my god talk about bad timing what were they thinking that was the one where she had the gun and so she was like shooting it at him and she's like ah it's just a joke and like this is why we we hate you (laughs) i also Um, heard over how uh how that uh, uh dylan got the jeep while everyone else basically got nothing now, wait, someone else actually, Dylan not only got the Jeep, but the whole wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I know that I wasn't wrong in this. Someone else, a, um, a few people wrote into the podcast with this information, but they were like, wasn't Jeff talking about that he, um, that he took the Jeep? And that specifically that Dylan uh, didn't want it or something like that. And I was like, I remember that. So how did, you know, it, this turned into Dylan getting the Jeep. Now, Astrid said that there were a couple of interviews where he said he had it, but I don't remember those. So, but I, I um, Jeff, I think Jeff gave it to him to be on his good side. I think Dylan was like, I want that Jeep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that we're hearing the actual story. But like, also, weren't there like multiple Jeeps? Um, no, I think in this case they had just the one. Because same with the Camaro, they just had one. Oh. And it but also I was surprised that the Jeep was there. running. Yeah, it also did you, didn't work properly. 
Did you hear the yeah. part where Arden was like, oh my god, I didn't get to keep anything and all I felt was like, yeah, because you got fired after you left set. They wouldn't even let her come back and collect her stuff. They're like, we'll send it to you in a box and we'll post a bunch of pictures of your dog on pet day. Oh, I felt terrible. <laughs> I really hope they send her some nunchucks or something. Because that was just oh, rude. They, they send her that belt. They better send her that belt. They won't. They won't. Jeff they're, no, they're going to send her the jacket. <gasps> they should send her that jacket with the picture of Jeff on the couch from Remember Your Place Heffa <laughs> I know where you live I know where you live you gave me your address you messed up sis here take this this now, ill fitting jacket what is this about Arden like leaving set what happened well because she left, she left after season Four, no, um, her story oh, five. she was telling. She left. After she told season... a story. Oh, oh wait, sorry. She she told a story during the thing about how she, when she used to leave uh, set, just in general, like after a day's of work, she would have like fake blood and stuff on her, and that that was the story where I was like, they were giving her nothing. I'm like, it's a cute story. Y'all weren't even trying to like give her a little chuckle or nothing, and Big she was just like, I don't know. Big I don't know. Um. Because there was one where Shelly was talking about something, and all of a sudden you hear, Shelly! And I'm like, that was Arden. What are you doing, girl? <laughs> like, like, have a little dignity. Ooh, that jacket. <laughs> and oh, but I did love when Dylan stood up and showed his torso yeah. with the shirt. I thought that was very sweet and very it's still cute. Fit. It's still fit. I was like, go you, Dylan. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, I thought he said he got it made or something. Oh, no, no. That was no, the no. shirt. Um, Shelly was almost cute. I'm giving one prop. She was almost cute. And if I didn't hate her so much, I would actually think that this was cute. But when she did the, the tea thing, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll just, I'm just going to mute myself. Now, she had left it at that. But then she was like, I don't know. I didn't get it. It feels okay. weird. Blah, blah, you know, blah. I'm miss- like, sis, you put these in every panel. <laughs> I missed the part of it where Dylan supposedly thought he was muted or something. What was that about? Oh, what was he respond? Oh, no. So they were asking, what, where are your characters in the next... Uh, where are your yeah. characters now? And then he was like, oh, boo. And then it was like, beep. And then he was like, oh, beep. <laughs> and then... <laughs> He's cute. Oh. I, think he he... Muted, I think he muted the microphone because the other person was serving him food. Yeah. No. Okay. Exactly. Ah! I love it before he gave us a little winky. Uh, we know who that was. Because I, mean, I was like, who is so he was yeah. like, he was like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to mute the microphone for a bit, and I'm going to get myself served, and then you guys can talk. Because that food came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you saw. And you know <laughs> that he finally learned how to make those potatoes right. <laughs> and them steakums that chimchurri sauce or whatever that was trying to be speaking of which I kind of want to see him so, like, t- like getting on his tiptoes in Dylan's kitchen like that so Mon Mon has uh, unfollowed Jar Jar we don't know why we don't know where it's going but she's been very inactive as you know as opposed to her usual state and Jar Jar is like 
you can be mad if you want to. I'm gonna keep posting. Here's our dog. I'm in the Hamptons. You're in Soho. What's up? <laughs> so they're about to have some weekend shenanigans. <laughs> Y'all are so crazy. I like I like jump in there sometimes, and I'm just like, oh my god, this like this relationship has its own phantom. <laughs> really does which is so funny because she is so freaking messy that it just makes it everything else just so funny because um they're so entertaining she did this, they're not even trying to be she did this article and uh she was like yeah my boyfriend had corona and now we serve food too to <laughs> first line workers and we're like you do what <laughs> <laughs> it's just just like yeah he had corona he was down for three weeks and people are looking at the instagram and at the stories and the archives like make it make sense sis because i don't see no three weeks of bed rest on here and y'all post every other day like why are you telling these lies jared finally had to go through and just deleted the post it was just like i'm done oh i can't God. deal with y'all it was so good. Oh, no, we can't talk about the yellow dress, y'all. We can't talk about the yellow dress. Hey, oh. Jess. Um, oh, I still want to... Talking about dresses, did you uh, hear uh, when Holland said that uh, she knew the color of the dress? And then Jeff, Holland... was like, Jeff was like, I do. I know not to argue with Holland Roden. I was mm-hmm. like, champagne and cream, don't get it twisted. And then everyone, I thought it was silver. And then she was like, that was Crystal. That was Crystal's dress. So then everyone was like, they still just kept trying to push it without actually talking about Crystal. Which, again, I mean, so ultimately, this is the crux of the matter. You have a show where three half of your main cast isn't there anymore. And nah, we can't hear you, Philip. Oh, he's talking small. You have a show where half of your main cast just isn't there with no reason, and y'all say nothing about him. This is supposed to be a reunion. Someone said, so what are they going to do next year? And I started laughing maniacally. I was like, oops, I bet they didn't think about that. But um, I just, it's so lazy, but it's so par for the course. The fact that we could put together... How long have we been recording? Um, two, two hours, hours and three minutes. <laughs> we have eclipsed <laughs> their reunion. Twice talking, over. Which I knew we would, you know? And so it was just like, oh, I mean, Lord. we did talk about how many TV shows so far? <laughs> like three? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We've gotten some good wrecks. We've talked about Freud's Busty getting wrecked by the King Guys, of the don't North. Don't forget that Steel Day. I know, I oh, know. Steel Day. Day is on Monday. You still have time to make an aesthetic, put two screenshots together, make it a post. I don't care what it is. Post something for Steel Day. I love you all. Yes, yeah. yes. Knock these aunties off course because oh, they think they I would run not things. be a good steal if I did not bring up what happened when they asked Cody Christian whether Theo would be calling Scott because the skills were all like, oh my god, skill, skill, skill. And, and yeah. Cody Christian was like, probably not. No, and then he said he'd get a text that he wouldn't answer. <laughs> he was like, I was like, but then he said something else about like he would just show up and be like you need somebody but then I was just like nah I'll take the first two lines no like I um, mean, 
you could tell, like, he did not want Scott in there. I was very surprised that there was no theme reference whatsoever. I was surprised about that, too. Because Kylie goes hard for Theum, oddly enough. They were, <laughs> they were asked, both there. They were asked not to talk about any ships because... They had we, to have been. We recently got that webcast with uh, with Holland and Crystal and Kylan and that yep. uh, Selena Gomez-looking girl and... Vanessa Morales. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> British. <laughs> and I was like... Those people, because they weren't being monitored, they all talk about ships. And, the- and, and because yeah. it was live. Can you imagine if this were live, y'all? Oh. Whoa, they knew not to make it live. Because there were so many obvious cuts, specifically around Shelly. Whenever she started talking, there was like a jump. And I was like, ooh, y'all ain't slick, y'all ain't slick. <laughs> I want to know what was said. Um... Uh, Fred, did you have any more notes? No, I think we covered it all. Covered it. Yeah, I mean, we have been talking about for like two hours. We have covered it all. The food that he was eating, Arden, Shelly brought up Stelia. Arden got nothing. Shirtless, we have talked about it. I stole it from you guys. Like, basically, <laughs> there were too many people on the webcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that they moved Dylan Square because I was ready to to rail if they kept him right above <laughs> Shelly and every time I had to edit I had to see her face. But <laughs> they um I imagine imagine Dylan Square jar in a live recording. Exactly. Um Oh, and so uh, for those of you who participated in the Fandom Cares auction for Black Lives Matter, we ended up raising over $4,000, yes, to to charity. So excited about that. Thank you to all who participated. I will be um, so. There, uh, uh, I, I have to say that when you put that up, you wrote forty thousand, and I was well, like, "What the heck?" Let me tell you what I did. I did four comma zero 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 zero. <laughs> so, because one of my friends uh, DM'd me, they were like, "Sticky, you know you have this wrong," and I was like, "I'm tired, y'all." I was like, "You'll figure it out." <laughs> I was like, "It'll be four thousand." So thank you for bearing with me. Um, uh, I am going to wait until after the first to uh, make the pledges because currently it's in an interest-bearing account. And so I'm going to add the interest that I get (laughs) to the donations. I'm very excited about that. And... um, And so, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, We are going... Sterek past 60,000 fix as of this morning's day of the reunion. Yay! So we're going to have a celebratory fit cast and um, so I'll be putting some notes out for that probably next weekend. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then um, anything else coming up for you, Philip? Stew Day Steel day, steel day. Um, 61,000. Thank you, Jess. I knew it was. I just didn't want to be Right. Are we doing Carlos's question or later? If we can't, I'll talk oh, okay. about that later. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to stay on after. <laughs> I do have the song ready to play for our listeners whenever you're ready. Wait. 
<laughs> What's so song? mad at you? Did you get this song? <laughs> oh, you mean just wait? What? <laughs> the B had one, not Tyler Posey. I know. I'm talking about Tyler Posey. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you do this to us? Why would you do this to us? Just so, just no, so I'm the episode. I'm loving it. Oh, okay. So I think we are good. You guys hang around. Yes, Steric is eternal. Today is St. Steric Day. So uh, I hope you all celebrate it. I actually got a bunch of comments on some of my fics. I'm about to go check those out. Very excited about that. The show is done. It's not yes. coming back. Let the people talk about Steric. It just shows yes. that Jeff hates Steric so much. He, like, Which is... Like, it's why? Why? It really upset me that the show is done. It really upset me that Shelly can be like, I'm in a throuple with in a quintuple with Allison and Lydia and Scott and Styles and that's me, I'm in here. But then as soon as Lydia's like, Yeah, they had a lot of fun with Steric, Lyndon's like, mm mm, no, oh, no, 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 they didn't no. And I'm like, uh, Lyndon and then even Crystal was like, um, no, they definitely played yeah. into it. <laughs> it was just like Exactly. Like, why can't you let people have fun? Why do? You, what are you trying to protect still to this day? Maybe because they think that the show can come back someday, and they don't want to ruin Derek as a character. That's why they that don't want to Derek ruin better. <laughs> that makes Derek better, and and Tyler Hecklin has been acting right. It has been astounding. Don't jinx I'm that. Just, don't, don't jinx that. I'm, I'm, I okay, am, you know I what, you're right. You, I am telling you, this is a test for Hecklin. He is going to do everything right to get to make Dylan get him back. Dylan has an eye on Hecklin. That's right. And, and Tyler and Hecklin cannot mess up. This is because the y'all noticed. Y'all noticed because so we we talked about this a few years ago how. Dylan and Hecklin put a list of events into a hat and started picking out one by one who was going to be where. And it started with Comic Con. Hecklin's in Africa, which I still will never get over. <laughs> Dylan is there. Then we go to the finale party. Hecklin comes first, leaves. Dylan shows up. Then we get to, um, there was someone's birthday party. Shows. Whose was it? Well, yeah, and Dylan was there, but Hecklin wasn't, but a bunch of other people from the cast were there. And then... Um, they had the Confederate the... flag there, remember? Oh, God. Oh. And then Team Choice Awards, where Hecklin was looking there looking like a full prisoner. Like, he was fully being held hostage. Oh, my God, that poor child. He was just like, oh, Dylan... my God. And Dylan was nominated, not there. And then... um. I think then there was another event, and I'm blanking on it, but now we get to this, and Dylan is there, and Hecklin isn't. And I'm like, y'all got to work this out. So I think Hecklin was like, here's your food, bae. I'll go and, you know, I'll get this the bath salts ready. Yeah, frankly, I don't think Hecklin... Oh. These two have broken up. They have been broken up for way too long, and Hecklin wants them back. I th- yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that it was like a breakup to make up where they're like, 
Yeah, we broke up, but we still have sex sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I think Dylan. I think that Dylan is like Dylan doesn't go near Hecklin no more. Well, no, see, and I think the opposite because I think Hecklin got his own house now. And even though they're doing all this, I really, I still believe that they're flipping it. <laughs> even I still believe that they're flipping it. But um, I think that now it's like it's just him and his brother, and his brother's girlfriend is over there all the time. So you know, he's like, "Come on, Dylan, we got all these rooms, bay." And and Hecklin's house is at the end of like a dead end. So the only reason you would be up there is to go to Hecklin's house. So he's not getting any shenanigans up there. So he's like, "Come on, bay, you can be yourself." Cause you know it's June, baby. It's Pride. I'm. I'm. We're coming out. We're doing all this. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think uh, I think Dylan is tired of Hecklin being on the down low. Dylan wants him to be better or something. And Dylan is like, if you don't fix this soon, I am out. Freud got himself a man. I can find myself a man too. But I think he's slowly fixing it. I think yeah, he's slowly he's fixing it because all this stuff that he, he when he posted that white fragility, I was like, <laughs> excuse you yeah. and excuse me. I was like, let me get out the way. You go ahead. <laughs> yes, I, I support you. You go ahead and do your learning, baby. So, yes. So, yeah, I think that we are in the middle of whatever that journey is. And you'll love to see it. With him coming out. I don't I just you know what at this point he's coming out as not as conservative and I'm happy with that <laughs> yeah, I'll take this is baby steps baby, baby steps, steps for sure <laughs> uh, she said so I creep yeah <laughs> just keep it on the down low oh lord alright y'all we are going to head out do you have it queued up Ethan Wait, let's see if if y'all can hear this. You probably can't hear this. He's like Fareed. Y'all can't hear that, can you? No. Huh? They can. He's like, I hope all of his steric... Is he steric? All hysteric dreams come true. <laughs> it was almost a three-anniversary. It's almost we, we are we are ex- almost exactly one month away from the three-year shade anniversary of Jeff Davis what? taking time out of his day. To, oh, I love it. To, in his interview with the Geekiery, to call out Fareed by name. And twice. My name. And twice. twice. I was yes. like, he said it before the interview, then he waited in patience until the interview ended, and then before he walked off, he said it again. I was like, Jeff, I ain't coming to no pool party of yours. Yeah. <laughs> you go to that pool party and you get suited up. I want one of them little pen cameras. There's like a cam with a pen in it, and you got the flower with the little camera inside. I want multiple cameras. One on the back. Why does he still write about the show? Like, what show is he watching? <laughs> like, if you ask. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> He's the true, the true alpha. And then, um, 
That's why I was like uh, Tyler Hecklin in his. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was like he's gonna be the true. What was it? Some about the true alpha nip knops. I don't know. <laughs> when they were trying to give Ryan Kelly Hecklin's flowers. I love Ryan Kelly, but you ain't getting that crown, homie. And all these late people talking about, it was Ryan. Like, uh-uh, no. Tyler Hecklin wishes. Are we talking about instances of shirtlessness or runtime? Runtime. He's got it in runtime. Hecklin has got it in runtime. He literally, there was a video of him literally running shirtless through the forest. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the runtime. <laughs> because Ryan Kelly hasn't. Yeah, Ryan Kelly has never had that many scenes. All of where he is the, is the the what was he a hellhound many, or shirtless? Many they cut or oh. rather he had a lot, but it didn't add up to a lot of screen time oh. because it cut so frequently. So yeah. even screen time, like heck, because when you think about. Just about every episode in the first season, he was shirtless in some way. Like, I put up an example of nine different times that he was shirtless, and that wasn't even close to, like, half of the time he's yeah. been shirtless. Yo, Plus, he's an intro shirtless. Yeah. He got Hecklin shirtless, but just wonder what would have been coming going on in Jeff's mind when they had to shoot scene with Ryan basically naked. Because Ryan had a whole lot of scenes where he wasn't even wearing pants. His little bicycle shorts. Yeah, skin-colored shorts. And I you know, like... Ryan's an exhibitionist. He don't mind being naked. <laughs> Not and so, Shelly, she'll tell you all about it. <laughs> it's like, okay, sis. Dude, did you notice Girl. she started kind of pretending? It didn't sound like she was pretending like it was uncomfortable anymore. And everyone was just kind of like, ooh. Yeah, she was, yeah, you could tell she's into it. Oh, we could talk about this for years, and will, and have. But, <laughs> for now, we will bid you adieu. Until next time, thanks everybody for coming out. And Philip is going to play us out <laughs> before he does. Yep, so you cue it up. Uh, say goodnight, Ethan. Good night, everybody. Yay! Thanks for hanging out with us. Say good night, Fareed. Good night, everybody. Yay! Thank you so much for hanging out with us this very early morning. Yeah, the sun, literally, you? The sun literally came out while I was on the bus. I, just... <laughs> I love it. Say good night, Philip. Good night, everybody. Yay! Good night, everybody. And let's play them out. Go ahead, Philip. Oh, can only they hear it? <laughs> Ethan, if you watch anything, please watch that. Oh. <laughs> it is the last, like, 30 seconds, and it is so... I was like, no, why? You know what's even more sad is the way they were all clapping and, like, cheering him on at the end. It was like, yay! He stood up. And he was, he was just... And I was like, what are you doing? He looked like a bat with the hair. He looked like a bat was flying around. Oh, what a mess. All right. Good night, everyone.